Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host for this little musical variety hour featuring 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. I'm especially glad that you could join us today because I think I have a particularly good program lined up for you. The idea for today's show came from Shellac Stack listener and longtime friend of the program, Brenda McNeil. She wrote to me a few weeks ago and mentioned that her grandmother, Irene Smith, would soon be turning 105 years old. Brenda and her family were planning a big party to celebrate the occasion, and she asked if I might help out by preparing a musical hour featuring selections from her grandmother's youth. I thought this was a great idea. I told her I'd do it. But at the time, I was in Japan, and it turned out to be a longer-than-expected stay. By the time I got back, Irene's 105th birthday had come and gone. So I'm sorry, Brenda. I'm sorry, Irene. Today's program is a little bit late, but I figured better late than never. Brenda was kind enough to send me pictures from the celebration, and it looks like everybody had a wonderful time, and I hope we'll keep the party going on today's Shellac Stack program. So the idea today is to listen to music from, first of all, the year that Irene Smith was born, 1913, and then to listen to some selections that would have been popular in her youth, from the time she was about eight years old until she was a late teenager. We're going to start out with a record by Joseph C. Smith's orchestra. It was recorded in New York on March 19, 1920. I picked this one because it's a selection of tunes from a very popular Broadway show of 1919 and 1920 called Irene. It starred Edith Day and was set in New York City's Upper West Side. The story revolved around Irene O'Dare, an Irish immigrant who runs a little music shop with her mother. One day, while out on a piano tuning assignment, she meets and falls in love with Donald Marshall III, a Long Island society gentleman, and the story traces their love affair thereafter. That 1919 production ran for 675 performances, and the show later had three major revivals, first in 1923, and again in 1973, and finally in London in 1976. So our opening selection is a medley that includes the songs Irene, Castles of Dreams, and The Last Part of Every Party. Here's Joseph C. Smith's Orchestra. Thank you. 
there you have a medley of selections from the Broadway play Irene, all of those composed by Harry Tierney, played by Joseph C. Smith's orchestra. That was a 12-inch Victor record, number 35695, recorded in New York in March of 1920, when Irene Smith would have been six years old, almost seven. Irene, I hope you enjoyed that, and I hope you'll enjoy the selections to come this hour. We're going to continue now with two selections that were recorded the very month that Irene Smith was born, May of 1913. First, it's a record made by Prince's Orchestra for the Columbia label on May 8, 1913. It's a medley of Snyder hits, songs published by Ted Snyder. I haven't been able yet to identify all of the tunes in this medley. Clearly, these weren't lasting hits in the sense that we don't remember most of them today. But I do hear In My Harem, When I Lost You, and the last selection in the medley is When the Midnight Choo Choo Leaves for Alabama. After that, we'll hear the Heidelberg Quintet, one of the more popular recording vocal ensembles in the early 19-teens. This is a Victor record, 17360, made on May 6, 1913. Will Oakland is the high tenor voice that you hear. Actually, you might even call him a countertenor. The selection is Floating Down the River on the Alabama, a song written in part by Albert von Tilzer. So, two selections now recorded in May of 1913, the month that our honoree today, Irene Smith, was born. Here's Prince's Orchestra. Thank you. 
the Heidelberg Quintet floating down the river on the Alabama. Before that, Prince's orchestra with a medley of Ted Snyder hits, both of those recorded in May of 1913. Well, when I was selecting records for today's program, my initial thought was that I would pull all records recorded in 1913, the year that Irene Smith was born. But I soon realized that that might not make for the most entertaining compilation for her, after all, We can't really expect her to remember songs that were popular the year she was born. Instead, it might be more meaningful, I thought, if I played records that were popular when she was a young woman, say from the time she was eight years old up until her late teenage years. So that's what we're going to do today. I've selected one record for each year, 1921 to 1931. I tried to stick with well-known tunes, 
popular songs of the day that have remained fairly popular through the years, and we'll pull one from each year. Now, I didn't set out to find the most popular song of each year. I just pulled things that I thought might be memorable and familiar, and so that's what we'll listen to. We're going to start with a record by the Club Royal Orchestra, directed by Clyde Doerr. This was recorded for Victor in November of 1921. It's The Sheik of Araby, written by Ted Snyder. After that, from 1922, we'll hear one of the most popular records that year, at least judging by the number of copies I've turned up through the years. It's an unusual thing. I'm not going to pre-announce it. You'll just have to find out what it is. (laughs) And after that, we'll hear from Billy Jones and Ernest Hare with a popular song of 1923. But to start us off, here's the Club Royal Orchestra, The Sheik of Araby. Thank you. 
Who's the greatest fire chief this country ever saw? And who's the man who loves to hear the blazing buildings roar? Anytime a house is burning and the flames leap all about, they tell me you who goes kerchief and puts the fire out. Why, it's a bonny goo-goo with a goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-goo-go
Shakespeare said all fleas were black, that cannot be so. Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. Well, it ain't gonna rain no more, it ain't gonna rain no more. How in the world can the old folks tell it ain't gonna rain no more? The boy stood on the burning deck, his feet were full of blisters. He burned a hole in the seat of his pants, and now he wears his father's well. It ain't gonna rain no more, it ain't gonna rain no more. How in the world can the old folks tell it ain't gonna rain no more? I asked my girl to go for a ride, she said she would go. She wouldn't do what I asked her to, she ain't gonna ride no more. Oh, she ain't gonna ride no more, she ain't gonna ride no more. She wouldn't do what I asked her to, she ain't gonna ride no more. When 
we reach the preacher, I'll say, yes, sir, that's my baby. No, sir, don't mean maybe. Yes, sir, that's my baby now. We started that set in Atlanta, Georgia, with a recording made there in August of 1924 by a field unit dispatched by the OK Record Company. That was Jack Lynx, spelled L-I-N-X, and his Society Serenaders, a band that I think hailed originally from Alabama. The vocalist uncredited on the label was Maurice Sigler, and the song was It Ain't Gonna Rain No Mo." It was composed by Wendell Hall, and he's the one who popularized it. Wendell Hall was a famous recording artist and radio artist of the mid-1920s, sometimes billed as the Pineapple Picador or the Red-Headed Troubadour. I think Wendell Hall even made several follow-up versions of It Ain't Gonna Rain No Mo," and all the labels, it seems, of the day had some recording of it. After that, we heard Gene Austin, one of the very last recordings that Victor made acoustically, 
from April 24th, 1925, we heard Yes Sir, That's My Baby, a pop song of the day by Gus Kahn and Walter Donaldson. And I stuck in a second record from 1925 because I just couldn't leave out a version of the Charleston. The one we heard just now was by Paul Whiteman and his orchestra, recorded in Camden, New Jersey, May 7th, 1925. The Charleston was written by Cecil Mack and James P. Johnson. That was Victor 19671. For those of you just joining us, my name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack, and today we're saluting Irene Smith of Goshen, Pennsylvania, who recently celebrated her 105th birthday. We're listening to songs from her youth, popular songs of the 1920s that she hopefully will remember, and perhaps you do as well. We'll continue with one by Henry Burr. This is an Irving Berlin song that was a big, big hit in 1926, Always. Thank you. 
all-time jazz classic, Big Spiderbeck and his gang, Old Man River, written by Kern and Hammerstein from the show Showboat. That was recorded in Chicago on July 7, 1928. Before that, Nat Shilkert and the Victor Orchestra with Johnny Marvin, the vocalist on Me and My Shadow, representing the year 1927. And we started that set with Henry Burr in February of 1926 with the song Always. In our last set today, we'll start with Earl Burtnett and his Los Angeles Biltmore Hotel Orchestra. From May of 1929, this record was made in Los Angeles, Paul Gibbons is the vocalist on Singing in the Rain. And then we'll hear from Ethel Waters, and we'll wrap it up with Anthony Trini and his orchestra. But for now, we're Singing in the Rain. Glorious feeling, I'm happy 
again. I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. The sun's in my heart and I'm ready for love. Let the stormy clouds chase everyone round the place. Come on with the rain, I've a smile on my face. I'll walk down the lane with a lovely refrain and singing, just singing in the rain. Left a rosary of you. 
spite of all I do, everything seems to bring memories of you. Wrapped up with Anthony Trini and his orchestra, Maestro Trini himself contributing the vocal on Love Letters in the Sand, recorded for the Melotone label in New York on September 4th, 1931. Before that, it was Ethel Waters who helped to introduce UB Blake's great song, Memories of You, from August of 1930. And we started that set with Paul Gibbons singing with Earl Burtnett's Los Angeles Biltmore Hotel Orchestra, a Brunswick record from 1929, Singing in the Rain. Well, Irene Smith, I hope you enjoyed today's program. I hope some of these songs were familiar to you, and I hope they were songs that you liked. (laughs) 
And once more, let me wish you a very happy 105th birthday, albeit a bit belatedly. I hope your 105th year is a good one, and I hope we'll be hearing more from you. And thanks also to Brenda McNeil for suggesting the theme for today's program. If you enjoyed the shellac stack and you'd like to write to me, my address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Well, thanks again to all of you for joining me. I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78 RPM records on the shellac stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.